Welcome to News Nest. It's Sunday, October 1st. The U.S. Congress has passed a stopgap funding bill, averting a government shutdown, after Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy abandoned the demand for a partisan bill. The bill received overwhelming support from the Democratic-majority Senate and was signed into law by President Joe Biden. This marks a significant shift from earlier in the week when a shutdown appeared likely. Cubans are reportedly being recruited to fight for the Russian army in Ukraine, with some residents from the economically struggling town of La Federal saying that nearly all their friends have already left for Russia. The recruits, who volunteered to work for the military following overtures on social media from a recruiter named Diana, were promised Russian citizenship and a monthly salary of 200,000 rubles, $2,040, which is more than 100 times the average monthly state salary in Cuba. While the Cuban government has not responded to queries about the recruitment, the U.S. State Department has expressed concern and is monitoring the situation closely. Israeli ministers have launched an investigation into a scandal at a jail where Palestinian convicts allegedly assaulted and raped female soldiers working as prison guards. It was also alleged that some senior prison officials had engaged in pimping out the conscripts, the probe aims to shed light on these disturbing accusations that emerged last year. Azerbaijani President Ilham Aliyev announced on the BBC that it is positive that Armenian civilians will be allowed to return to the region of Nagorno-Karabakh, as it serves as evidence that they were forcibly removed from their ancestral homes during the recent conflict. This acknowledgement comes amidst discussions of ethnic cleansing allegations against Azerbaijan and as Armenia withdraws from surrounding territories. Elon Musk, CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, spoke at the opening session of China's annual World Internet Conference and expressed his concerns over government regulations. Musk warned that excessive government regulations can stifle innovation and slow down progress. He emphasized the need for a balance between oversight and allowing technology to flourish. The U.S. is facing a growing debt problem that has surpassed the level of concern expressed by bond vigilantes, who historically kept government borrowing in check. Large spending by the government, coupled with low interest rates, has created an environment where investors are less concerned about the country's ability to repay its debts. However, economists warn that if interest rates start to rise, the U.S. could face a serious financial crisis. Adidas is launching a new running shoe, the Adazero Audios Pro, to compete with Nike's Vaporfly. The shoe aims to improve performance and features a carbon fiber plate and enhanced cushioning. Adidas hopes the new shoe will attract elite athletes and serious runners. Thai activist lawyer Arnun Nampa has been denied bail by a Thai court after being sentenced to four years in prison for insulting the monarchy. Arnun gained prominence for a speech during pro-democracy protests in 2020, where he called for public debate on the role of Thailand's powerful king. His lawyer plans to consult with Arnun on whether to make another bail request or appeal the order to the Supreme Court. The Les Majesty Law in Thailand, which protects the palace from criticism, carries a maximum jail sentence of 15 years, a punishment heavily criticized by international human rights groups. Italy's Coast Guard has rescued 177 people including 27 crew members from a ferry that caught fire while traveling from Lampedusa to Porto Empedocle in Sicily. Among the passengers were 83 migrants being transferred from Lampedusa. The Coast Guard successfully transferred everyone to a vessel, except for three individuals who returned to Lampedusa. 
During the rescue operation, water jets were used to cool the affected parts of the ferry. Voters in the Maldives lined up at polling stations for a runoff election for president, with incumbent leader Ibrahim Mohamed Sola facing a strong pro-China contender, Mohamed Muisu. In the first round of voting, Muisu led Sola by six percentage points, but a recent poll indicated the incumbent ahead with 30% support. Thousands turned out to vote, with polling stations not only in the Maldives but also in India, Sri Lanka, Malaysia, Britain, and Abu Dhabi. The new multi-beam therapy for prostate cancer has shown promising results with similar effectiveness to traditional radiotherapy, but with the added benefits of quicker treatment and fewer hospital visits, Simon Grievison, Assistant Director of Research at Prostate Cancer UK, has praised this development, stating that it is a fantastic advancement in improving the treatment process for men with prostate cancer. Former street gang leader Dwayne Keefe D. Davis has been arrested and charged with murder in the 1996 shooting death of hip-hop star Tupac Shakur. Davis, who police said was long suspected and began implicating himself in recent years, allegedly led a group of men in a drive-by shooting near the Las Vegas Strip, motivated by revenge for the beating of his nephew. The long unsolved crime became a defining moment in the history of rap music, and Davis was taken into custody a day after a grand jury returned an indictment against him. Speaker of the House, who needs Democratic votes to approve a spending measure, may face backlash from a rebel faction within his party if he seeks their support. The decision to turn to Democrats could potentially result in the speaker losing his leadership position. Nadij Van Hay describes her childhood self as punk, not in terms of fashion, but in terms of her determined and fearless attitude. Growing up in northern France, she and her best friend were unstoppable and refused to let anything stand in their way. China's economy is showing signs of recovery ahead of the Chinese New Year holiday with industrial production and retail sales both seeing strong growth. However, experts remain cautious about the sustainability of this rebound, as the country still faces various challenges, including high debt levels and the ongoing trade tensions with the United States. The article analyzes how political polarization has led to the government shutdown in Washington. It explores how the politicization of policy issues, such as immigration, has made it difficult for lawmakers to find common ground and reach compromises. The article also highlights how partisan tactics and a lack of trust between the parties have contributed to the gridlock in Congress. In a small town in Poland, known as Yesterzabka, soldiers have been secretly moving arms to Ukraine to support its military in its conflict with Russia. This covert operation is taking place as Russian spies try to prevent these weapons from reaching Ukraine. The town has become a key hub for helping Ukraine defend itself against Russian aggression. The Writers Guild of America is preparing for a possible strike, as talks with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers have stalled. The Guild is demanding better pay and working conditions for television writers as the industry continues to face challenges from streaming services and artificial intelligence. If the strike does happen, it could disrupt the production of many popular TV shows and further impact an already struggling industry. Ukraine's Air Force successfully shot down 30 Iranian-made drones launched by Russia in an overnight attack on central and southern regions. The South Military Command reported that 20 drones were shot down in the central Vinnytsia region and another 10 over the Odessa and Mykolaiv regions in the south. Russia continues to target port infrastructure and critical facilities in an attempt to impact the Ukrainian economy.